This is Front and Centre on 882 6PR. Exciting week for some of our youngsters, Haggis, because they are a chance to be taken in the National Draft next Wednesday, Thursday. It should be absolutely fantastic. Who better to talk to than our man, the National Under-18s Championship coach, whose name is Peter Summage. Hello, Sum. Morning, Brad. Haggis. It's exciting time for the boys. Yeah, look, it is. Um, I actually had a round of golf with them yesterday morning, um, you know, probably with a, a good dozen or so. And, yeah, they're very excited, very nervous, a lot of them. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully we get a, a good crop going through uh, the draft this year. Well, if you've just spent yesterday with about a dozen of them, just take the microphone and give us all the news. What's going on? Who's going to go where? You should know. Oh, look, I... <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question, Haggis. Um, well, it's a bit more of a look, statement, I, I think. Mitch, well, here, here you go. I reckon Mitch Georgiati uh, is a good one. He, he might go to Geelong. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy Sharp uh, could go to North Melbourne uh, in the in the teens there, um, or, or in the twenties. I think North have got a pick. Um, who else? Uh, so, so Callum they're sort Anderson. of you, you're you're throwing up a couple of names there, Pete, that that aren't necessarily you know been the headlines in the last few weeks. So, whereas we, we're expecting Jackson, Robertson, and Henry to go early, but you're throwing some names that you think could still be pretty front end draft picks. Yeah, look, I, I'll, I'll be surprised if um, Miss Georgiades um, didn't go in the first 30, um, mm-hmm. if not the first 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I rate him very highly. Unfortunately, he didn't play this year with an injury. But uh, I reckon if he had played for the state team, uh, we might have won all games by five goals, I reckon. that's how, and, and we would have probably been talking about him as a top five wow. pick. Gee. So um, I, I rate him very highly. and. And I think a lot of clubs do as well. It, uh, the question mark was just a little bit with his quad injury, but he's over that now. I saw the story raise its head again during the week that Gold Coast would consider trading one and two. I think it's a bit of a furphy, but it's all about Melbourne, isn't it? Who do you think they'll take at number three? Because obviously Jackson's right on their radar, and of course our West Australian teams would love to have him as well. Yeah, look, Brad, I, I'm, I'm hearing it all. It's leaning towards Jackson, but um, I think a, a few... Clubs maybe like Melbourne and a couple others, you know, because I, I know they don't like taking Ruckman at the early stage. I think Nick Nat was probably one that I come to hand with uh, was pretty early. Other than that, I, I don't think they like taking Ruckman, but this kid's one out of the box. I, I think he um, deserves a top five pick. Um, that, that's my opinion. And I think Melbourne um, with Gorn, um, and this, this kid will be a great backup in 12 months time so I think he can play straight away anyway I think he can play forward and then uh, pinch hit in the ruck. Pete can I ask you a little bit more about say uh, the likes of the Luke Jackson and the Melbourne consideration then GWS at four Sydney at five Adelaide at six before Fremantle at seven and eight just with some of the you know your position and the respect you have around the country for your uh, your your eye for football uh, pedigree can I be as pointed? Has Melbourne contacted you to say, "Tell us what you think about Luke Jackson"? We're thinking about him at three. Look, they they haven't said they're thinking about him at three, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. I have spoken to Melbourne about him. So, um, and and they rate him very highly, um, but you know they they go short of just saying where yeah. they're going to take kids, and, and 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 that's fair enough because I, I've spoken to uh, all clubs. 
um, sat down and had, had plenty of coffees at Gino's <laughs> and uh, Bradley uh, <laughs> there in Fremantle. Do so, they pay? Uh, do, the, yeah. do the recruiters that come to town, do they pay? Yeah, I make sure they do. <laughs> get a coffee or two. But, yeah, look, um, they they always, look, they don't say too much of where they're going to take them. But, right. you know, I understand their, their picks and that. But, you know, you get a gut feeling of, of roughly. Uh, like I said, I've been wrong before uh, many times. But I, I think this kid should go in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably before Fremantle's pick seven, I think it is. Yeah. Well, let, let's have a look at it uh, like for like because young Tim English has come along brilliantly at the Bulldogs very early, very quickly. So where would he, Jackson, sit against, say, someone like him at the same stage? Oh, look, I, I think um, Jackson's probably a good 12 months ahead. And, wow. look, I really like Luke, uh, um, not Luke, um, English, um, because he, he's, you know, South product, of course, Brad. But I, I think this kid... He's got ground-level play, and, and he really hunts the footy, Luke Jackson, and and that's why I think he's just ahead of the game with a lot of these younger ruckmen. I, I think his development is already there, and he's got that basketball background, and he reads the play so well. Look, I, I think for him it's just a matter of understanding the game a bit more and, and probably where to run, and I think that's up to clubs, to whoever picks him, to, to make sure... Uh, you know, they get that into his work over the first 12 months or so. Pete, is there a, a hidden or even not-so-hidden gem from WA in this coming draft, uh, e.g. the your Sydney stack suggestions of, of last year and finally uh, Richmond took him in the new March draft uh, component. Is there a hidden gem somewhere? Um, look, I, I think, you know, Miss Georgiati uh, for me, but... Um, Look, there's, there's a kid, Ronan O'Connor, from Claremont. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him as a role player, and what I mean by that, he, he's a Matt DeBoer type of player. Um, probably a little bit, hopefully Matt's not listening, his skill level is probably a little bit higher with his, his kick and the, the way he uses the footy. Matt's developed that over many years. Um, but his aggression and, and to become a role player, probably like what Matt's doing now, I think he... he 40-plus would be a steal. I, I, he's from Claremont. Um, he's uh, 6'1", nicely built. He played in the midfield for us, and uh, I, I think he, he'd be a very, very good pickup. So my phone goes off all of the time. People get confused about next-generation players, academy players, father-son players with the bidding system. Henry is a, a young man that uh, everybody is talking about in that regard. How does it work for the layman in regards to if someone wants to select young Henry and Fremantle want to keep him? Yeah, look, uh, Fremantle and, and Haggers might be able to help me out because I know he would have done some homework on all this stuff. He's pretty thorough. I, I, I think Fremantle have got picks seven and eight now. And yep, yep. Just for example, I, I know Carlton have got pick nine and they like Henry. Um, say they say, all right, we, we want Henry at nine. Now, for Fremantle to match the bid, and unfortunately Fremantle have given up pick 22 for it now, um, I think their next pick is around pick 48. Four, yeah, 49. So what happens in yeah, 49? So it, mm-hmm. it comes down to points. Mm-hmm. And, and that value of pick nine um, and Freeman are going to match that will be around, I, I think, Higgins, you might be able to have 1,200 or 1,400 points. And Freeman will then have to combine their pick 49 and their later picks. And that won't add mm-hmm. up to mm-hmm. that. So no. Freeman will have to buy in some early picks somehow to actually match 
that those points. So and, and it's that, very confusing yeah, for no, the average punter. Yeah, and that but, will be Summit. That will be see when you if 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 Carlton come in at nine and say we want Liam Henry. Yeah. Fremantle will have picks at seven and eight, so they've taken those. They won't need to use Henry at seven and eight. They can wait. To get the equivalent of that, say, pick number nine, they would have to give up probably their 49 and 58, maybe even 69. That's only a, a, a tally of 506 points. Fremantle would then have to come up with another nearly 1,000 points, for instance. So that would yeah. probably then mean, everybody, Fremantle throw into that their future first, probably more more like an early second round pick next year worth about 800 points. Mm. Yeah, so that, they're, 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 you're right, mm. so they've got to then give that to some club and, and then they get the points mm. and then they they match what Carlton are doing and they get him. So yeah, it is a bit confusing but um, unfortunately for Emanuel, in my eyes, if they had have taken pick six for mm. Hill mm. Um, and maybe a, well, I don't know what else was thrown on the table uh, second round pick future or whatever, they would, if they had a kept pick 22, they would have been in a good position because they would have been able to give pick 22 up with uh, so-called three or 400 points to, to match it, a, a later pick, and then they're done. And they get him really at pick 22, which is a great steal. So, Sean, without splitting hairs, uh, you played a bit of golf with the boys yesterday. How many do you anticipate we could get drafted next week? West Australian boys. Uh, look. Look, Bradley, talking to Adam Jones, the talent manager uh, West Australia, we're, we're hoping around the 15. 15? Um, oh, all going well. Mm, mm. Yeah, all going well. We might get that 17 or 18. This is including rookies, of course, which I, I class as, as drafting. Um, so we're hoping around the 15. But it, it's been a bit, bit of chaos going on with all this father-son and future picks and this and that going on. It's actually now got very confusing and how many actual picks clubs will have and what they'll do. So um, that's the hard part. But we're hoping around 15, Brad. Great stuff, Sam. We always appreciate your time and we'll look forward to the draft next week. We might get a recap off you next weekend if we can. No problems. Thanks very much. Peter Summich, the coach of the under-18s and the coaches of the Colts. So if we had something like, you know, in the mid-teens of draftees come uh, Wednesday and then into Thursday, uh, 2005 uh, as the last, uh, there was four in the top ten, 2007, four in the top ten, 2008, the last time Western Australia had four in the top ten, that was the Nick Nat Newey draft at two, Stephen Hill at three, Daniel Rich at seven, Chris Yarron at six. So uh, that's the last time. So more than a decade that Western Australia might have four in the top ten, you know, or, or say six or seven in the top twenty. Nine double two double one eight eighty two is our number. Come and join the conversation between now and midday. You're on front and centre.